Hey everyone, this is TA, and you're listening to the Recourse Podcast. Today, I'm joined in the library by Anna Christian. She has a website and Instagram where she talks about interior design, styling, and really just focuses on how we steward our homes well. I was fascinated throughout this entire conversation of what influences us, how we use our homes, what choices we make, and how we can leverage that to support those in our family. And I know that you are just going to really enjoy this conversation with Anna. So I don't have much else to say. I just want to jump right in. Here's Anna. So the normal way that I start the podcast, I always ask the question of how do we know each other? But you and I are new friends. Yes. So maybe share um, who you are and what we're going to maybe chat about a little bit today. Yeah. Um, so I'm Anna Christian. Well, I know you through church, mm-hmm. um, through mutual friends, and today we're chatting about home, yeah. um, the life of an influencer. Do you like that term, influencer? I really don't. I was going to say, it's a, it seems like a, um, yeah, like a polarizing topic that people are like, yeah, I love that, or no. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a while to settle into it, Okay. and then the first time I said it out loud in front of a crowd, I was like, okay. I can roll with this. Okay. okay. Um, so now I just kind of say it because I think people know exactly what that is. It gives people maybe a better view of what that looks like for you. Yeah. That makes sense. That's fair. Even, yeah. What does influencer mean to you? Or what, yeah. what was that connotation of that word for you? Yeah. I think I was able to settle into it more when you just kind of realize that everyone is an influencer. Mm. Everyone has influence on someone sure. else's life. Yeah. Um, no matter you're you're doing that as a job or if you're just a neighbor and you're, you know, sharing about your cooking yeah. or things you do with your kids. So we really are all influencers. I do like that. That's a great way of thinking about mm-hmm. it because I think the negative part comes when it's like I'm influencing you to do something mm-hmm. or to push people into something that maybe they're like buy something or act a certain way or whatever. And so I like that, that we just do, we, we naturally have people that influence our lives or that help us within our circle of influence, I guess. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think buying, right. I think that's where the negative connotation comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's, yeah, it's definitely generational too. Within 10 years ago, we wouldn't have even had this conversation in this way. Right. Yes. So let's go back to your background. We were chatting before we started. You're a North Dakotan. I I'm am. So, excited. Yes. <laughs> so you're originally from Grand Forks. Yes. And then where's your husband from? Princeton, Minnesota. Okay. Which how'd... is why we're here. Yeah. How'd you guys meet? Yes. Um, we actually met in the cities here. Okay. I left North Dakota when I was about 18. I just wanted to get out mm-hmm. of the country. I thought I wanted to be a city girl, which is laughable now because I am so country <laughs> through and through. Um, but I moved here with my parents okay. and I was working at Maynard's on Lake Minnetonka oh, and that's nice. how we met. Oh, that's a beautiful area down there. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys eventually made it down to Texas. How did life take you to Texas? Yeah. So we were actually in our, we've been in five houses now in 10 years, Wow. which is kind of crazy. Yeah. So we've moved every two years and we were in our third house at the time over in Otsego and we just, we didn't feel settled. Something in us was like, this just doesn't feel right. I mean, we had an amazing house. We had great neighbors still that we're friends with to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
something just wasn't right. In Texas, we were out for dinner one night, and I was like, Cash, I've just been thinking a lot about Texas. And he's like, me too. Oh. And mm-hmm. so we're like, let's let's go down there. So we went down there. We instantly fell in love with it. Um, we drove up to this quaint, cute little city, which is now has exploded, but it's Prosper, Texas. Okay. And so we just knew this is where we need to be. And it was within three months, we picked up everything and drove down and moved on into Prosper. That's great. I love hearing that type of story to people that just, I felt it, God kind of downloaded that into me and I followed through with it. And just, it seems so from the outside looking in, like I could never do that. But it's so amazing when you hear those stories and people are like, and, and you were blessed through that to do yes. that. Yeah. So blessed. What did you guys do when you were in Texas? Yeah, so my husband works from home, so he kept his same job, um, which was nice for him. I had the biggest transition. I was a nurse at the time in mom baby, so naturally I just went into a hospital, found out hospitals are a little bit different in the south (laughs) than in the north. Okay. Um, So I transitioned to um, school nursing, and I did that for two years. Nice. It seems like from different conversations that we've had and um, that – you have built a nice community when you were in Texas yeah. with women and through your church and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely something to be said about Southern hospitality. Mm, it's like really, really easy to make friends in the South. Oh, yeah. I love that. I wish that was a Northern thing. Yes. <laughs> it, is, it is a bit harder here. It is. Yeah. I feel like that has been a constant conversation and a good friend. Um, they have a podcast that they just started and their second episode was all on friendship. And it was just a blessing yeah. to hear that, that, Everybody struggles with that in their life at some point, making yes. friends or sustaining friendships. Or, you know, we joked about it in Bible study this week. You know, Jesus's true miracle was having th- 12 friends at the age of 30. Oh. You know, it's like, you know, that kind of, <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's always possible, but it's interesting how that rolls and how that works. Yes. But you didn't stay in Texas for too long. No, we kinda... were there for two years okay. and then COVID hit. Oh. And it's it's interesting looking back now because I think emotion can really, it can make you make decisions that maybe you shouldn't. And at the time when COVID started, I think everyone was like, oh my gosh, the world's going to end. There's not going to be food. And I think um, we kind of fell into that a little bit and we just thought, you know, we want to be by family and we just wanted familiarity. Sure. And so we came back up north. Yeah. Yeah. And you were building... You built a new home then here, and this is where you're settled kind of now. Yes. And you're enjoying that. Yeah. Yeah. We are. There's beauty in it. I mean, we're on 20 acres. Mm-hmm. So when we were in Texas, we were in a neighborhood. Yeah. Um, you know, lots of barbecues, lots of walking across the street to say hi to everybody. Yeah. Um, so it's different. You know, we're out in the country. We don't really have any neighbors. Yeah. Um, and so we really settled into this simple life. And that's kind of what I focus on yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. I imagine your boys do enjoy having that much free room, though, as a mom of three boys. Yeah. That they enjoy the space. <laughs> yes. It, it goes both ways. It's kind of a double-edged sword because they yeah. love to get on their dirt bikes and ride around, go mm-hmm. on the trails. But then they're like, Mom, we miss our friends. Yeah, you for know? sure. Yeah. And like you were saying earlier, you can have a friend down the street that calls and is like, send your kids down. We can't do that. Yeah, that's, and that happens quite a bit. Like the neighbor will be like, hey, the kids are out on the trampoline. I'm like, all right, mine are on their way. Like, you know, or, yes. or same thing, like send them home for dinner. You don't have to go and pick them up or things like that. That is a blessing because we 
Gosh, I thought that we looked at another home that was more out of a neighborhood and that was the one thing just with the kids at this age but is there's push and pull to it because like you For said sure. you can do that and are your kids and your husband hunters yes so then the, having that land is i'm sure valuable yes. that piece oh my 12 year old he went through his gun safety this year oh sure and you know in the north it's a huge yep. thing <laughs> yeah so he went through gun safety and then um, my husband and him got up in the deer stand the first weekend of youth opener and mm. he shot his first eight point buck that's amazing and yeah. my husband was like this is it for me this is everything <laughs> check <laughs> yes. made it yeah yeah I want to talk about, so we talked about you being an influencer. Um, when you came to this home, was that when you started kind of this journey of sharing more about your home and how you are um, creating this home for your family, but then, you know, being willing to open your doors to people? Yeah. Yeah. It actually started, the idea of it started when we lived in Texas. Okay. So I was telling you about this neighborhood and we were about 45 minutes north of Dallas. And within our neighborhood, I had four bloggers or influencers on my blog. And so that's really where I'm like, wow, this is a thing. Like women are making great money at this. They're doing what they love and they're just sharing their life. Mm -hmm. So I think my eyes were open to it there. And um, I'm also a photographer. So Mm -hmm. I just started taking pictures of our home and I was like, I really enjoy this. So I started to share a tiny bit while we were in Texas. And then when we came back and we started building, I knew that's what I wanted yeah. to do. We have such a good eye. Your pictures are just gorgeous. You did uh, like a, almost a time lapse of the sun setting and then also yeah. with the, like the shadows within your home and the outside of it. Like, I just always, I'm like, oh, that's so good. I would never have thought to do that. I'm not good at the, does it like definitely have a talent for that? Yes. How, was it a hard transition or was everybody on board to be like, we're going to start sharing more and more of our life? Yeah. Um, my husband is still a little, I would say camera shy. Sure. Yes. I mean, he definitely needs to be in there Mm -hmm. in some respect because he does a lot of the work. Like I think of the ideas and he kind of makes it happen. Oh, sure. So there are times when you'll see him on camera, but he's never like, I want to be standing right there with you, you know, talking. Um, and my kids are fine, but I do try to just keep the focus on me versus my family and my husband. I think that's fair. And that's definitely, you know. Uh, an appropriate approach mm-hmm. for where you're at. Are there things that have been hard as you've been doing that? Like, do you feel like it's overwhelming to constantly think of the next thing, the next thing, the next thing? Yeah. I was just thinking about this this morning. I think where I have struggled is I went from 11 years of being a nurse. Mm. So my days were scheduled, mm. my hours were scheduled, my minutes were scheduled. Mm-hmm. And so I came into now this world of freedom and I'm enjoying it so much. Yeah. Um, and I started giving a lot of yeses to a lot of different things. Sure. And then I just became like, I have way too much on my plate, yeah. way too many irons yeah. in the fire. So right now I think I'm going through a time where I'm learning that our no's are just as important, if not more important than our yeses. Yeah. A close friend of mine just um, in August, they did a, a, or maybe it was September, a no, a no September, like they said no to everything that wasn't in the home, like no outside activity. If it wasn't, everybody in the family wasn't doing it. It was kind of like a no thing. Yes. That was really impactful for them to rethink how much, even with multiple people going multiple places, how often you're 
kind of ships in the night and, and doing all those different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard it said that you have talked about your home, like how to steward your home well. Yeah. What does that mean for you? Yeah, I love this piece. Um, I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. and I think home is such a ministry. Mm-hmm. And although I don't always outright come out and be like, I'm a Christian, I love Jesus. I love to speak that truth into women and I want women to enjoy their homes and, you know, just know that when we're taking care of our homes and when we're taking care of our children, we're stewarding what God has given us Mm -hmm. well. And we know, I mean, that's biblical truth. Like what we steward well, Mm -hmm. he blesses. Yep. So that's just such a special piece. And I love to touch on that. And I think kind of secretly being a Christian influencer, I can reach so many more people than if I were to outwardly come out and say, this is a Christian account. Yeah. 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 Um, what do people respond to most? Do you feel like it's more the decorative pieces, the cleaning pieces, the organization? Cause, um, there are certain, um, influencers that I follow that are very organizational based. Yes. Like I'm like a home edit, you know, like yes. obsessive. And then I'm like, okay, but I'm, I'm not, financially <laughs> there to do it as night, but you know, I do my best, but yeah. What do you think most people kind of re- resonate when they're coming to your account? Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is like a whole different topic, but what we have to do as influencers, they call it niching down. Yeah, yeah. So that's when you see like somebody that focuses in really heavily on organization or really heavily on minimalism. Um, and I'm just kind of at this point where I'm still kind of figuring that out. Okay. So I kind of talk about three things. You know, I talk about simple home, um, which is kind of like the design, the decor of just keeping it simple and mm-hmm. not overdoing it. Um, I'm definitely not a minimalist and I'm not a maximalist. I'm kind of just somewhere in between like that okay. sweet spot. Um, there's the home stewardship piece. And that's where I kind of speak those biblical truths. And then um, the last part, I would say, is a little bit farm, farm lifestyle. We throw our chickens in there once in a while. Um, And honestly, I think I kind of have three different crowds. Sure. They all kind of resonate with one, Mm -hmm. um, but we're working on narrowing that down a little bit. Well, I think that's nice that then maybe there is inlets into different things and they will cross over when people, you know, when they come to your account and things like that. Um, I only brought that up in the sense of that same thing. Like you said, it's interesting who we follow or who we resonate with or who, you know, has, you know, connected in some way. Have you, and that's probably maybe a bad question and I apologize in advance. <laughs> has there any been any negative come, um, feedback or have you any, had anybody that maybe isn't as kind or hasn't maybe been as supportive online and how yeah. do you deal with that? Cause I, I am a, um, I'm not great with that. Like I'm a, you don't read the comments. Don't ever read the comments. Cause I would, you know, it would break yes, my heart. But yes. Um, I think you learn really fast to just kind of be tough, yeah, you know, and yeah. not take things to heart. Yeah. Um, there have been like, especially with my reels that have gone viral, mm-hmm. I had one reel hit like a million, two views mm. and some of the comments in there, I just, I actually shut the comments off. And what was happening was I was running the water to wash eggs. Oh, sure. And there were a lot of people that were like, you need to shut your water off. You're wasting water. (laughs) Goodness. Okay. We live in the country and we have a well. This is really okay. (laughs) It was like, remember we were taught when you brush your teeth, you're supposed to turn the water off while you brush your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and some of the hunting stuff, you know, you'll mm, get the people that sure. are like, you're hurting animals. Mm. So, I mean, there's just different views to everything. Yeah. And, and when those comments come, you just kind of have to say, thanks for your comment. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's interesting that people f sometimes feel the need to comment on something because they're choosing to come to your account. They're choosing to engage in what you're posting when there's so much for us to look at and to be a part of. I can just choose to not. Like, that's just not where my wheelhouse is, so I'm, you know, I don't, I don't know, I just always am fascinated by the people who feel the need to dig in in that way that you're yeah. like, I don't, yeah. you don't need to be here, you don't, I'm not, no offense, you don't have to like what I'm saying or doing, and. Right, right, know. and I think that's just where we have to love all people, right? Yeah. We just yeah. love them and think, that's not a reflection of me, that's maybe something that they're experiencing or going through in their yeah. life. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, I I like that. Mm. Um, one of the other things I remember you had posted about that I thought was very smart, and my husband would very much agree with you. Um, you have advocated for when something new comes in, something old goes out yes. in your home. And I think my husband would be very like, yeah, if a new shoe comes in, an old shoe goes out. Yes. That's not always true for most of us. <laughs> Tell me more about that. Yeah, this is where I talk about, you know, I'm definitely not a minimalist because we do have quite a bit of stuff in our house but I also find that when you have too much stuff it's yeah. just overwhelming it becomes overwhelming you almost become paralyzed like I don't even know how to start decorating or designing and then you're just constantly keeping up with stuff mm -hmm. all the time yeah yeah and that that's a hard piece I think for most of us in the sense of it's easy when, oh, that's on sale or um, I remember my mom having a gift closet or like a closet that like when she would open it to be like well, if it's somebody's birthday, we can whatever. Yeah. And I realized, I don't think it was actually that she would make it a gift. It was more the all the kind of extra stuff that we would have, and it would make sense to, well, we haven't used it, or we haven't needed that, or things like that, but it was funny. So it's a different mind shift for a lot of people. And like you said, it's not minimalism, but right. it's definitely being thoughtful about what we have. Um, this is another little sidetrack. Um, I remember watching the... Marie Kondo, yes, Spark Joy, yes, and there's a lot of that that maybe wasn't perfect for every situation or whatever. But the one thing I do did really appreciate was I did understand her under, her concept of Spark Joy. When I look at my when I open my drawer for my dish towels, there is two that I like and that yes. I use the most. Yeah, and it's like so why do I have seven others that never actually get used or just are cluttering up that drawer? So I remember totally. thinking that like it is important to maybe have the things that. I actually do use them and like them, and I'd rather have two of those or three of those nice ones that I use all the time versus seven of things I, you know, yeah. just in case. Yes, yes. There's actually, so I focus on Scandinavian design mm. quite a bit just mm -hmm. because those are my roots and it's very natural for me. And in Sweden, they really focus on the art of not too much, mm. but not too little. Okay. And that they actually, I can't say it my cousins would laugh at me, but it's L-A-G-O-M is the word. Okay. And you can apply it to anything. So for me, I apply it to home. You can't have too much. You yeah. can't have too little. There's a sweet spot. Yeah. But over there, they even apply it to their coffee. Like they don't like it too hot and they don't like it too cold. Like there's sure. a sweet spot for everything. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a great way of thinking about it because I think we can um, guilt ourselves or shame ourselves into certain things too. Like, oh, I just have too much or... Um, I'm not doing enough for, mm -hmm. you know, all of those pieces. What are some of the big things that you 
um, have advice for for women like starting like I think of the new marriages and or even like a mom of three or single mom of two that's like this is a new space where do you start to be able to create a home like that yeah wow that's such a loaded question sorry (laughs) um honestly my biggest thing is give yourself grace and time Mm. I think when you know you're on Instagram you're on any sort of social media or you're following a designer like they have done this over and over and over and they just know they know how to fill spaces they know how to pull colors and textures and they know how to make rooms and for most women you know that's not as easy so I think giving yourself time like sit in your spaces Mm -hmm. and then we can talk about like functionality as well like sometimes when you live in a house for a while you can recognize just the flow of your family, how you're working things. So what you thought initially, like I might put this couch here or this chair there, maybe that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think time and just figuring things out and getting a sense of the home and the style, how you want it to look. Yeah. Yeah. When you said that, it really resonates with me too. I'm like, I feel like I'm, that was not my skill set with textures and colors and okay, a set of three versus a set of four with face. Like, I'm constantly feeling like I don't, and I have things, but I don't know how to put them out, or I don't, is that big enough for the space? Is it too small for, the, you know, like all yes. the dimensional things. So I always feel like I'm kind of looking at other people online to get an idea, like, okay, if I just copy that. Yeah. So I like the idea of just kind of sitting in it, and it's okay to swap it out or to try. Yes. Like, that's huge. Yeah, and I think we all have this, like, once we move into a space, we want it to feel perfect right away. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that's realistic. Yeah. You know, it takes time. I think every home we've lived in, well, you know, I told you we've been moving every two years, but it feels like right at that two-year mark is when our house feels the sweetest. Mm-hmm. And then we sell it and we move to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like most of your homes have felt the same? Like, um, like you kind of have that innate... Um, feeling that you want your home to have that same kind of aesthetic in every home? Or do you feel like you kind of shift it up a little bit? Yeah, we're definitely shifting, especially currently. I think in our previous homes, it's always been really light and bright. Mm. Um, For my husband and I both, we're just very sensitive to our surroundings and light for sure. Like we love the sun, we love light, bright. Um, We kind of went through the farmhouse phase for a while. We're definitely on our way out of that, and now we're going more modern. Yeah. 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 Does he have a lot of say in what happens in the home? He does. (laughs) He has a lot of opinions. (laughs) He has lots of opinions, which honestly is a blessing. I love his opinion. I love to check in with him. Um, I usually don't buy home decor, honestly, without his opinion because he's that opinionated. No, but that's okay. Yeah. And he's very, I would say he's more minimalism. Okay. Even than me. He likes a very sleek, clean line, Mm -hmm. very modern, very masculine. Um, So we kind of have to meet somewhere in between. Yeah. No, I I would agree. I would say my husband is not opinionated when it comes to what's on the walls or color of the walls or things like that. He's, as long as it's looks nice but he's a minimalist he's like one of his big things is like I want things on the kitchen counter I don't want appliances out I don't want it's like he just prefers it to look put away and neat which I've grown to like because I do feel like everything has a place and everything feels you know it's easier I've been trying to figure out 
how to maintain our home easier, if that makes sense. Like, I'm always looking for those tricks of, like, how do we maintain this um, tidiness or cleanliness without it being a chore every night and, you know, like everybody. But as the kids age, that always helps because we're big on chores. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. How are your kids with the home? Has it been a process to help teach them systems within your home or things like that? Yeah. I would say the biggest question we get asked is, how is your house clean all the time? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I can tell you it is not. Mm -hmm. We had a plumber roll in yesterday and I was like, oh my gosh, thank goodness I don't know this man because our house is a wreck right now. I mean, it's not always perfect. Right. But I think the biggest thing for me with having kids is like you'll hear hear people say, oh, you can't have nice things when you have kids. Mm-hmm. I actually think it's a teaching moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. And I tell our kids all the time, guys, we have really nice stuff, so let's respect it. Mm-hmm. Let's not jump on our couches. Let's not throw the pillows across the room. Like we have nice stuff, mm-hmm. and so let's let's learn how to respect it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a super important piece in that kids are very capable of doing those things and mm-hmm. so we kind of the same thing we've assigned chores and have expectations with that but it, it can be I think some people think where we're like nope our seven-year-old and eight-year-old he does he does his laundry and he folds it and he puts it away we taught yeah. him all those pieces and expect we like all those drawers have labels and pictures on it of like here's where your short sleeves are here's where your long sleeves are you yeah. know like I, but those systems can be taught and it's also then like you said I think the big piece of it is to take care of that thing that, you know, grandma bought you that. That's the yes. nice thing we need to take care of and things like that versus yeah. just right. It well, and that's around. stewardship, right? Yeah, yeah. Take care of the things you have yeah. and manage them well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I want to talk about one of the goals that you have um, for your um, Instagram. What are ways that you are looking to leverage that? Like, what are your expectations of what that's going to look like as you move forward? Yeah. I think um, the biggest thing is growth, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, numbers are huge on Instagram and I've been at this for a year and I was luckily able to grow. We're at like 25K now, which is awesome. Um, I'm so proud of that. There's been other people that grow way faster, but there's also been other people that grow way slower and um, comparison, right? I mean, it's a thing. So um, just happy to be where we're at and continue to grow and um, just see those positive increases in numbers. And what that relates to is not just pure, like, I want more people here. It's truly like being able to work with brands. Sure, sure. Which I love. Um, we've worked with probably two dozen brands in the last year, and that is the best part. How does that work? Do you, do you feel, um, I'm probably sure it works both ways, but have you reached out to most brands? Do most brands reach out to you? Like, what does that yeah, look like yeah, from your side? For sure. Um, so influencers have something called a media kit. Okay. And so that is how we pitch to brands. So we contact them and, you know, we say, hey, I'm Anna Christian from Call Up Christian. This is what we focus on. I think we'd be a great fit. And we start those conversations. Um, otherwise, there have been quite a few brands that reached out the opposite way. They come to me and they say, hey, we love your photography. We love mm-hmm. the look of your page. We think we'd be a great fit. Yeah. And out of all the brands I've worked with, there's only been one that really didn't work out um, just because of a quality issue. But other than that, it has been really great. That is good. And most of the time, from my understanding, from my my seat, um, 
it is, and it's an authentic way of of sharing a brand. Like you, like you said, the quality of something. Like you, it, you do actually have a feeling of I do really like this brand, or I do yes. really like what I'm working with. It's not a, I'm just taking money and I'll say anything you tell me, right? Totally. Like that's the power of an influencer is to be able to be like, but no, really. Like, and you can see it in my home, and you can see how I've used it, and yes, it does make a difference in that honest review of it. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's partially where influencers can get a bad reputation is that they just work with anybody because it's a paycheck, you know. Sure. But I think at least for me, I can I can say this is that anybody we work with, I love their product. I use mm. their product in our that's home, great. and I just had a friend tell me this the other day. She's like, I loved when you came on and you said, "Nope, we're returning this." Of course, I didn't mention who it was. Yes, sure. Um, but we're returning this because I just don't want to pass it on to you. I don't want you to purchase this item and it to come into your house and you be totally disappointed. Right. I don't want to do that to my audience. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a, a very appropriate thing to do. And I think that breeds then honesty for, like you said, when you say something, mm-hmm. you are actually enjoying a product or has something has worked well for you. Well, yeah. yeah, I want to know that. Like, tell me your secret. Yes. Like, that's the whole power of it, right? Or the purpose of it, I guess, is the best way. Yeah. Have there been um, things that have been harder for you to do in that world of media and pushing your brand forward? I know, like, when I started the podcast, for me to post every week when an episode comes out, I just constantly feel like, oh, everyone's gonna be like, I oh, know, we got, you have a podcast, like, stop posting about, you know, like, I, I get nervous about what other people are seeing or feeling. So that's where my struggle is. Do you feel like you have any of that um, struggles with moving the brand forward? Yeah, I would say for me, it's just now starting to fall into a routine. Sure. Like this is when I do my posts. This mm-hmm. is when I do um, blog posts. When I clean my home and stage it and take photos. Just to try to get into a routine so that there's a better flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you feel like um, your followers are looking more for from you like you're like I gotta do more of this type of post like I'm getting good interaction in these posts yeah recently it's been um showcasing intentional spaces sure so we showed our little pocket office Mm -hmm. and it just went wild and it was one of these things where I thought oh I'll showcase this but I really didn't feel like it would go viral and it did yeah and a lot of times that's what happens um, so next I really want to showcase our little powder bath. I think that's mm. such a great space for even just a beginning designer, anyone yeah. to kind of be bold with design just because it's so small. Yeah. And well, I'm excited to see it. Yes. I'm like, I want to see this powder. Yeah. 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 I think that's great. And I also think it opens up again a little bit more of your world to people. And so I wonder if that too, I have been really leaning in on learning more about vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I'm not great with that that yeah. is not my forte in life um maybe it's the german in me just, yes. <laughs> just not very, very good very good at being vulnerable and so in that what you're doing is you are opening up those spaces for people to see in that really people resonate with that when they yeah. feel connected to you in a new way and the way you post about things so yeah i think that's great and those are great little ways to do that yes I actually, that reminds me, I gave this little speech um, to a women's ministry on creating boldly. Mm. And one of the quotes out of there that I had mentioned was, um, creativity is vulnerability. And I think, you know, in any aspect, if you are creating something and showcasing it to the world, it is vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. And 
I just get curious about doing that consistently. Like you mm-hmm. are consistently doing that. Is there ever yeah. a draining moment of feeling like I just don't, I don't want to show up today or I don't want to put that out there today? Yeah, for sure. There is. And I think I've just learned when I start to feel like that to honor that time. Oh. Like it is okay to take a couple days and yeah. set your phone down. Yeah. And usually by the end of the time, I'm like ready to go again. Yeah. I think that's great. And I, I need to take stock in that. I think that that's an important thing that we don't do because we also feel the pressure from mm-hmm. people of, I need to keep up with this and I need to versus it's okay. It's okay to take that yeah. couple days or that week to yourself and yes. reassess and yeah. re get, it's almost like that. I can only pour from a full cup. I can't, totally. I, if I'm not being poured into myself, then yeah, that's hard. Yeah. And the people that love you and, and follow you and what you're doing, they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. they'll be there when you get back. I like that. That's a great, that's great. How has the reaction been, or how has your family been? Are they like extended family, parents, um, your in-laws, are they loving being able to see kind of this extra little insight to your world yeah. through this? I think, you know, extended family, especially my parents, they really don't get it. They're they're mm. still kind of like, how do I find you on Instagram? <laughs> That's true. You know, yeah. but a cool thing did happen. We went to the Minnesota State Fair mm-hmm. this past fall, and I was with my father and mother-in-law, and I probably had four or five people come up hey, you don't know me, but I follow your account, and I just want to tell you I love what you're doing. And he's like, who are all these people? <laughs> and it, it was a running joke by the end of the day because he's like, my daughter-in-law's famous, and I didn't even know it. And I'm like, no, no, not to that extent at all. But I think it was just so cool for him to see it. Yeah. And and honestly, for me to see it too and just recognize I am making an impact. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Is that weird to feel like people, because I, I wonder about that because I kind of joked with you about this. So I, I feel like a little bit of an Insta stalker. Like I know things like yeah. when you were recently in North Dakota or whatever. It's like, and then you just kind of, I'm going to talk to you about that. That's a weird thing. I feel like, because we haven't had that conversation or you hadn't shared that information with me, but people know that about you. Yes. Is that weird for you at times? Or I shouldn't no. say weird. Is that, how does that make you feel? Yeah. I, I honestly love it. And I even went on stories one day. Mm. Someone had messaged me and she's like, I saw you in the grocery store today, but I didn't want to say hi because I was, you know, didn't want you to think I was a stalker. <laughs> and I was like, no, like, Please yeah. come say hi. Yeah. I want to have a conversation with you. I think knowing that what I'm doing is making an impact yeah. makes it worth it. Yeah. You know, spending all that time on camera and fixing my house and doing all the things mm-hmm. and being away from my family, um, just to know that it's really working and really helping yeah. is so important. I think that's good. I think it could, it must be a little bit nerve wracking. Maybe it's not. Um, just being so exposed and then also just having a um, somebody you don't know come up to you and, and make a comment. It can be encouraging, but it also might be a little bit disconcerting for a moment. But I think people have great intentions. So yes. I think that's the nice thing. And the people who are following you are following you for a good purpose. It's yeah. not yes. you know, a troll. or Yes. No, I'm never. I mean, even if it was a troll and they came up, my first instinct would be like, I'm going to hug you. <laughs> you know, that's just, yeah. that's just who I am. Yeah. I just love people and I love women. And I think especially women just, we all want community. Yeah, for you know, sure. And oh, make those yeah. connections. Yeah. I yeah. think that's kind of what it kind of always circles back to is how are we relating? And this whole idea of being an influencer or sharing your home in a way, 
I think that's what it comes down to is how do we continually make those connections in a positive way to further God's kingdom, right? Yes. Who are your inspirations? What are people that you have looked to or certain, um, maybe other influencers that you feel like just have really filled your cup? Yeah, I have two. Um, my favorite Instagrammer that I've followed, blogger, is Kaylee Wright. Okay. She, and I don't know why, because we're not even in the same niche, niche, I guess I should say, but she, um, she focuses a lot on lifestyle and her kids and more fashion, but she is so genuine. And I think that's, that's probably what I love about her is she just shows up like she's in her car and I just connect with her. Sure. And I just know how it feels like, even though I don't know her, I still feel like I know her. Yeah. But I love that it's not the same. You can still learn so much or feel connected to somebody that's in a totally, you know, in a different world of influencing. Yeah. Who's number two? Number two is Natalie Walton. Okay. She is so incredible. Um, I connect with her and this just happened recently. I found her and I was like, this is it. She is it for me. Um, (laughs) which is so funny. (laughs) So when I was a nurse, I was a member of the National Holistic Nurses Association. Okay. So when you take care of somebody as a holistic nurse, you're not just, you know, giving them their medication. You're looking at them trifold. So mind, body, spirit. Sure. Her focus, Natalie Walton's focus is holistic home. So she takes those same principles and she applies them to home. Mm. And that is kind of what I'm going for. Like, I just want my audience to know a home is not just studs mm. and sheetrock mm-hmm. and pretty furniture. Like, there's a home atmosphere. There's a feeling. Like, there's this whole spiritual aspect of home mm-hmm. um, that is just like when you're caring for somebody, there's a whole mind, body, yeah. spirit that you also need to care for. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good to have those people that also articulate it in a slightly different way than us so that if it, like, I'm a firm believer, maybe it's being an educator that I'm not going to reach every kid. Yeah. And so your account isn't going to reach every person, but to see other people who are doing very similar things and know that other people are going to get those pieces. And yes. even for you, like you said, you are finding like, oh, that's what I needed. That's what I needed to yes. hear. What it made more sense for you. Mm-hmm. I know I asked you about your goals for the future and stuff, but what currently are you doing? Like what is happening right now in your world that you can share with us? Yeah. So right now um, we are doing a website redesign. So that's what I'm talking about when we're moving just a little bit more modern. We're kind Mm. of modernizing everything, making everything a little more minimal, just so it can better reflect kind of what we're teaching and what we're sharing. Okay. Um, After that, I'm really going into blogging mode. Okay. So that is going to be showcasing every room in my house, writing about it, linking products, Um, So when I get these so many inbox messages about where's your light from, where's your couch from, I can just flow that back to my blog and say, hey, I have my entire living room linked right here. Do you feel like that's a big request that you get a lot is, hey, I saw that rug, where's that rug from? Or I saw your lamp on the side there, please tell me everything about it. Yep, it's a lot of items in our home. It's a lot of finishes of our home. Mm -hmm. And then this is hilarious. I was just talking to a friend about this yesterday. I get a lot of questions on what I'm wearing. Oh, sure. Yeah. You are a stylish lady. (laughs) You're so sweet. I thrift shop a ton. Yeah, but man. Yes. You pull it together. Again, I think it's that creative eye, like with pictures and things, like you just have a good sense of, again, layering and colors and textures, like 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we are going to put a fashion piece on our blog. Uh, Okay. Yes. Just for those requests. I like that. That, that would make me very nervous, but you, you handle it very well. You're very graceful about that. Um, is there, what are other things that, um, uh, some of your followers have reached out for you? Have they asked for advice? Are they looking for just friendly note? Like what are, what are ways people are reaching out to you and what does that look like? Yeah. Um, you know, it's the common questions, the things, the colors, the, those sort of items. But I would say I've had a few, there was actually one so sweet. I make, um, hand poured candles once a year Mm -hmm. and that's just my way to connect with my audience. Sure. So I will pour these candles in my kitchen. They smell beautiful. They call it Christian candle and then we ship them out. Or if you're local, then you come to my house and pick them up, Mm -hmm. which is so fun to be able to meet people that follow along. Yeah. And I had the sweetest follower. She came over and she brought me this bracelet and she said, I just want to let you know what you're doing has changed my world. And I'm like, oh, like I'm going to cry right now. But she said, it feels so good to know that there's real people out there and there's Christian women, Mm -hmm. um, just like you who are willing to share the truth. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, okay, yeah. thank you. I love that. Mm-hmm. I think it is important. And I think one of the things that you really bring value to is um, taking, like, I keep going back to stewardship, but taking good care of the things that God has given us yeah. and leveraging that to make a home for our spouses and for our children, for our in-laws, mm-hmm. for those around us. Um, I constantly tell my husband, especially since I've moved away from education and I now get to stay home, it's just been such a kind of a passion project for me to be like, I want him to always feel happy to come home. I don't want him to be, you know, like I I know what I'm going to walk into. I want him to feel like whenever he's coming home, it's like, I'm coming home to peace. I'm coming home to love. I'm coming home to calm. I'm coming, you know, like, and those pieces mean that the laundry is done and that the dishes are done, you know, and there isn't chaos. And that was our life for quite a while because when you have, both adults working two jobs mm-hmm. and not that you can't do it when you're doing those pieces, but it was definitely not my focus. Mm-hmm. And so I, I have really appreciated hearing and seeing you post and think, think through some of those things in a new way has helped me as well. So yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, yeah. it is important. And I think, um, kind of the home stewardship and just like being a woman mm-hmm. and serving our family, mm-hmm. the world is a little bit contradictory to that. Yeah. And so, I want people to know it's really the opposite. Yeah. Like what's true is that we can serve our family well, we can serve our husbands well, and that is okay. Yeah. Like that's how it's supposed to right. be. Well, and I think it helps us as well. I, I function better in a well-managed home. And yes. when I feel like I know what day I order groceries, I know what day we, we do certain activities or the way that, you know, the laundry flows or the dishes flow or whatever, those things are important. And, so I think I've been thinking through that in a new way. And I shared with you, like I'm a hesitant decorator in my mm-hmm. home. I don't love to put things up because I'm always worried it will look or oh, it's too permanent or, you know, all of that. And so I appreciate you saying it's okay to sit in it. Totally. <laughs> so, so I feel like you're validating a lot of people's feelings as well. Of it's, It doesn't have to look like the magazine or yeah. the Instagram picture that you see. It can be what you need it to be for this moment. Absolutely. And you will eventually, you know, get to make that and you can make that happen for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I like that. Yeah. And I would say too, like, 
I went to a friend's house. She was a new friend and she's like, come in. I mean, it's messy, but just come in. And I was like, I love that. I love that you're being real with me. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have this like perfectly clean home to let me inside. Like, I just want to be there for you. I want to hold your baby. Yeah. You know, I'll help you sleep the floor. Like, we're just real people, real women, and we just want to make connections. It is a hard thing as a woman with when you invite somebody or somebody comes to your door. I remember in our last home, we had more of a split level home. And I remember telling my husband and kids at one point, as long as the main floor is clean, because if anybody comes to the door, at least they think we're clean. <laughs> that yes. makes sense. And that was such a, I, and at that stage of life too, being young kids and working and things like that, there was times it was like, yeah, our downstairs is our lived in space. And yeah. it was like, and so if somebody came downstairs, I'd be like, it's, we're, it's a lived in space. Yeah. Like it's, it's not that it's messy or that it's dirty, but it's lived in. So yeah. things aren't always put away or things aren't always as tidy as. They could be, but you know, when you have a three-year-old running around, it just kind of is what it is at some point. You have to let go of that, but it's hard for us to not feel judged in that. Yes. Do you ever talk to women about that or have people talk to you about that? I feel like we are just so quick to be nervous that people are going to... I do. Those have been some of my viral reels Mm -hmm. is like showing my kitchen when it's working, mm-hmm. right? Like a kitchen mm-hmm. is meant to work. It's mm-hmm. not meant to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's meant to have like cans and canning supplies and the stoves going and the sinks running and all the things at once. Your kids are in there, the dog's running through. Yeah. I mean, that's just how life is. And so I do show that. And I'm like, guys, let yeah. your kitchen work. Let your yeah. home work. Like that's why we have homes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are things that we hopefully can get better. And I know, um, when we moved in this home, there's eight houses on this road and a couple of the women, as we've gotten closer, we're like, we're just going to be those friends that you can come to my house at any time. And I don't care what my house looks like. And I don't care what your house, like, let's just be those friends that we're not going to judge and be, we're, we're busy, we're working. We have all these things going in our lives. Let's just be those friends. Cause that's, I think so important that we just give each other that grace. And I don't want to ever feel, yeah. When my in-laws come over that they're how much dust is on that? Right. Because yeah. just you can't... Hopefully yeah. that doesn't reflect on who I am as a mom or a person or a Christian or, you know, like that my relationship right. with Jesus isn't deteriorating totally. I have dust on the floor, you know. Yes. But... Well, what's the saying about? It goes, those that matter don't mind mm. and those that mind don't, don't. matter. It's like... There is very a lot of truth in that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that's a thing that, yeah, there's moments when we can do better. And then there's moments when it just is what it is. And we have to have grace for each other. In that yes. Too, so definitely. I like that. Any other final thoughts or inspirational ideas you want to share with everybody? Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's a hard one. Yes. Um, final thoughts. I would just go back to home balance. Mm. I think that's the key. Yeah. I love the one in, one out. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be like one book for one book. It could be one book for a pair of pants. Oh, I'm like, oh, but don't talk about my books. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's just like, it doesn't matter what item it is. Yes, It's just the fact that like, if you keep putting items in, your house is going to become more full and more full and more full. Overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. Well, and how many people have storage units? because they can't even store in their home and just that. And I'm, again, I'm not judging by that, but just thinking through yeah. how much of that stuff do we actually value and need? And, you know, cause my husband always kind of teases me. Like, I feel like our storage room downstairs is mostly like decorative stuff, like Christmas 
and yes. Easter and or yes. you know the fall stuff or whatever. But because our home was a little bit bigger than the last one, I feel like I've bought more stuff of like, but I have this credenza and I have this wall and then I have this space and it's like and he's like, okay, but you know the house looks nice without that stuff there too because yeah. he's very anti um, yes. decorative for whatever whatever occasion. Like I know so. Trying to reel that in and be thoughtful about what I have versus just needing more or yes. wanting more. Yeah. yeah. And here's a really, like, an easy way to apply it is I would say for us, we've moved every two years. Mm. If you go through your home and you think about, okay, if I were to move across the country tomorrow, would I bring this? There's going to yeah. be so much stuff that you will purge and get yes. rid of. Moving is the ultimate purge. Mm-hmm. Like I, I will say, because we've only been in this home for two years, that yes, that was a huge piece of the purging from the move. So I can imagine 10 years from now having this conversation again and going, don't wait that long. <laughs> Please don't, <laughs> let me, don't let me wait that long. I will be in big trouble. Yeah. But yes, that's, that's a great um, quick thought for people to, you know, just think about what you have and yeah. how to do that. But yeah, when you're bringing something in, if something else can go, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time and sharing. And yes, thank you. I really you. appreciate what you do and how you share your home and your family. And thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Once again, I just want to say thank you so much, Anna, for coming and sharing. Please check the show notes. I have links to her Instagram and her website. We're also going to put some links to the inspirations that Anna gets. Um, So if you are interested in this topic of how to steward your home well, check out those sites and get some inspiration. You guys, it is almost the end of the year. I only have a couple more episodes before we're going to wrap up season one. If you are a regular listener, please like and subscribe. Give us feedback on what you think about the show, maybe guests you'd like to see coming into next year. It has been an amazing journey so far, and I just can't wait for even next week's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I will see you soon.